Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what is up? It is Sunday night. This is, I guess, the penultimate. Is that what you call it? The penultimate when it's second to the last? That's right. Hmm. Get rid of that music because I uh, I always do that. I always let it loop through. We, I gotta try to disable that. But with that being said, I don't need to break down that fourth wall. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. It is the penultimate episode of the Q and A Sunday night Q and A for this off season because next week there's going to be whoa wait for it what is it yes a Sunday post game show as the Steelers play their last preseason game against the Detroit Lions. It's going to be exciting. And then there's going to be one more after that, one more Q&A to wrap it all up. I believe it's Jeremy Betts and KT Smith doing that show. And then it's just going to be a whole bunch of post-game shows. And featuring a new wrinkle this year, I'm going to let my co-hosts, Kyle Kreiss and Tony Defio talk about that. Tony doesn't know what's going on. So Kyle, you talk about it. We're gonna have a West Coast team. Is that true? You know, if if you if you're if you can't get enough Steelers content during the day and you want that late night fix, you know, in the style of your favorite late night programs, you know, like Letterman or Carson. Wow. Uh, no one knows who those people are, but coming soon. Or Chevy Chase. No, it wasn't good. Oh yeah, that the Chevy Chase show. Yeah, that was a great show. Watchin's talking live, coming soon to your post game feed. Woo! I cannot wait. <laughs> what Yin's talking live. 
that's awesome then there's gonna be the road show i can't wait for the what ian's talking road show like go when you guys are in like in the off season just go in different cities and everybody follows you so that's my goal that is my goal I'm as ready. podcast producer yeah there you go anyways gentlemen i am so glad to have all of you on tonight both of you on um it is going to be a definite the Steelers are 2-0 in the preseason, which we know records do not matter in the preseason. It's what happens on the football field. And I'm going to ask you guys right away, what is your knee-jerk reaction? And even more, what is your confidence level? Kyle, I'm going to start with you. I mean, confidence level is an all-time high. You know, back-to-back, uh, fourth-quarter comebacks or whatever. You know, right where Ben left off. Kenny and Mace are picking it right back up. I, I'm all for it. <laughs> I like that Kenny and Mace are picking it up. <laughs> or they pickings it up. Tony, uh, how do you feel? Because there is there's uh excitement but concern. So Tony, what do you what do you have going on in your cranium? I I mean I'm I wasn't shocked. I think they're that kind of team. They're 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 a young team and, and they have a lot of questions. They have a lot of questions coming into the year, uh in every area of the team and and it's gonna, there's going to be ups and downs, uh, especially in the preseason. I mean, there's a lot of changes that they made uh, the last couple of years and, 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 of course, this past offseason. So I wasn't shocked that they kind of got pushed around uh, at the line of scrimmage because the line's so young and, and they, re- they really don't have their full complement of starters on a defensive line. Um, but I will say this, and I, I don't want to be premature, but it looks like they might have a quarterback. Knock on wood. <laughs> don't say it yeah yeah we, we can't say it but yeah it's 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 feeling that part's feeling good as right. you know this is definitely your show live chat we want you to go ahead and throw in the questions we do a half an hour show here so throw them in we'll throw them out as much as we possibly can until we get to the bottom of the hour that's uh kyle knows radio talk he knows bottom <laughs> of the hour tony do you know bottom of the hour I've been listening to talk show radio for 30 some years. So I, I, so I know, know all about that. Yeah. To quote Bobby, Brown, you know it. Yeah. 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 You know it. Uh, so <laughs> with that being said, let me ask you this question. I'm going to start off with a question for you fellas though. Yeah. And you're going to hear it from the live chat. I'm sure when those questions start rolling in and Tony mentioned a little bit, the offensive line. I mean, are we going to party like it's 2008 with a scary offensive line here? Can I mean, can they hold up, or was this the fact that maybe they're just having some growing pains, and the fact that the Jacksonville Jaguars have 86 first round draft picks on the defensive side of the ball? Tony, I'll start with you. Well, I mean, if the, if the Jaguars have any strength on their team besides uh, perhaps Trevor Lawrence, it's 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 their uh, front seven. I mean, as you said, they've invested a lot of young talent, uh, you have draft picks in that that's on that side of the ball, so. Uh, so I wasn't that shocked. And as far as the offensive line, it's just, Hey, look, I mean, you know, they, they got a, a guy and uh, Dan Moore who was a rookie last year and he's still young. Uh, they're still trying to figure out who, who their left guard is. Uh, um, Jack, uh, Jack Daniels, Jeff Daniels is a, he's a, he's a promising young guy. One of the top free agent acquisitions that anybody had, but you know, he's still, he's new. Mason Cole's new. And they have a new coach again, <laughs> you know, so like I keep saying, it wasn't going to happen overnight. You know, they overhauled the line completely last year and they had to add in a couple more pieces this year. 
So I expected them to struggle and I expect the struggles to continue until they uh, finally get it right. Um, hopefully that happens. Kyle. You're yeah. Follow. I mean, you know, agreed. It's like we, we knew what we, we knew what the Steelers were in 2021. We knew what they were in 2020. It's been, it's been below the line O line play. It's not going to get any different in the four months of this off season, despite what we've signed. You know, it, it, it's, I think a lot of Steeler Nation is going to have to come to terms with this O-line isn't going to be top 10. And we can complain about it week in and week out. But, uh, you know, it's it, we still got to play these 17 games with them. So, <laughs> I don't know. Well, we have two guys here that have now become the uh, – they were runners up. But now they are the front runners for the guy that Steeler Nation is – trying to kick to the curb so we've got two of them and now i mean one that's really wasn't there he, he was there but they were just trying to move his position now it's mr kendrick green and so i want to ask you guys about him and the uh, i mean kathy ford says oh but the off offensive line and ajc asks is kevin dotson winning that battle now, the other guy, I'm going to, he's on defense, and we're going to talk about him in a second. The uh, guy that is on the top of the list now, because it seems like, real quick, it seems like Deontay Johnson was number one on that list until he signed that contract. So he was, yeah, I called my public enemy list. And so now he's off it. Now he's beloved again. And that's great. But now we've got a couple guys that everybody's down on right now. And it seems like Kevin, excuse me, Kendrick Green has just emerged. So I'm going to start with Kyle here. Kendrick Green, Kevin Dotson. Has Dotson won that battle already? This is one of those weird mysteries. I We kind of heard it last year. There were some grumblings that, you know, maybe the coaches weren't excited with Dotson's off-season training. There was kind of some, you know, grumblings under the radar. But I think those have been more justified in this offseason we're not seeing I know he's been injured but Dotson hasn't been that clear you know winner in this in this position battle and a year ago the expectation was that Dotson was going to be kind of anchoring the line uh single-handedly you know um and now I mean look KG I you know I what, what we've seen it doesn't look like he can be the guy at left guard but then again unless Dotson is out there showing reps on tape then what choice is there I, you know i don't know i think i think if we don't see dotson in this third game it might be kg out there tony retort i i don't get it i mean i i i love the guy meaning kevin dotson his first year and and, I, and everybody who knows more about football than i do they they said that the running game was so much better when he was in there and then last year like like uh, kyle said the rumbling started uh and you know he had an up and down year last year and 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 Suddenly this year, he's he's in a battle with Kendrick Green for left guard, which I did not in, anticipate. Uh, and Kev, Ke Kendrick Green, I, I love him. When he came out of college, I, I loved his uh, intensity. I loved how he talked trash to the other teams, Lyman last year. But he, he just looks like he's physically overmatched every time he, he, uh, he, he goes up against somebody. I mean, he's athletic, uh, but it just seems like he's not physically capable of matching up with with a uh, defensive lineman in the NFL after, and I know it's early and, and I, I'm a big Dan Moore fan, but I think Dan Moore has shown us a lot more uh, at this point than, than Kendrick green has. Um, uh, I just hope, I, I don't know what his pro, what his issue is with the injury, but I hope K 
Kevin Dotson can come back and 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 really be the clear cut winner at left guard. I know there's there's concerns about zone blocking and him not being as as athletic uh, a guard to do that like Green is. But hey, if Green's getting beat on every play, what's the what's the point? What's the what's doesn't matter if he's if he's more athletic than Kevin Dotson. If you saw the or listened to the Steelers post game show yesterday, Jeff Hartman came up with a great point. He's like, look you need cohesiveness on this offensive line. His wish list is to have Mike Tomlin go ahead and make the decision and announce Kevin Dotson as the winner of that job. Mm. So you can start to get some gelling because there's only one preseason game left. Right. And we're going to see, is this the tune-up game? I, I don't know how the Steelers going to approach this game, but I really think they are because I, it, but I believe that Mitch is already, penciled in as the starter that he did that last week if i'm not mistaken so it seems like you're probably going to see a half of starters and the hope is to see kevin kevin green excuse me uh not kevin green um kendrick green on the bench and kevin dotson there you know i mean i'd love to you know see kendrick green in the future on this team but he still has some growing to do. Dave Schofield made a great point too, because his thing was last year, everybody says, move him to guard, move him to guard. Ben Roethlisberger, move him to guard. Well, here's the thing. He's like, if he didn't do well at center, does that mean he's going to do well at guard too? And everybody ignored that because they thought it was a fix. And even KT Smith agreed with that as well. Agreed with Dave Schofield there that, you know, that is a problem. So uh, interesting stuff where, uh, man, I, I tell you what, but they've got to make a decision because that line's got to clean up and clean up fast. So let me ask you this real quick before we get to the, uh, the next public enemy. Tony and Kyle, let me ask you, is this line going to hold them back? Is this the thing that is going to hold them back or is it another position? You want me to go first? Or yeah, yeah, go, go for it. Yeah, go. Oh, uh, I, potentially it, it could. I mean, I think we, we saw how it did the last, uh, really the last year and a half. If you go back to the second half of 2020, uh, when, when everybody figured them out. And of course, last year it, it did the whole year. So there's, a, there's the potential there. Um, but you, you've added some upgrades, poten- you know, potentially with Daniels and Cole at, at, on the interior. And, and, you know, you're, you're getting another year of experience from more. So maybe, <laughs> and, 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 and from all accounts, they have a, a better fundamental coach, uh, in uh, what his name Meyer, so yeah, maybe as the year goes on, you can see improvement. But yeah, I mean, if, if anything holds them back this year, it, it could be the line because I think they're going to be okay at quarterback, no matter who's in there, and the skill position players speak for themselves. All right, Kyle, I'm going to go ahead and jump in, and I'm going to change the question a little bit for you. Is it the offensive line that's going to be the problem, or will it be inside linebacker? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, gosh, in the in the grand scheme of things, I think I think it'll still be offensive line. Um, we, you know, the 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 quarterbacks aren't going to have any more. You know, they're not going to get four or five seconds in the pocket. It's going to be one, two, and go, and that's going to affect the quarterbacks. That's going to affect the wideout routes. So I think offensive line is going to be, you know, the weak link or or I should say the squeaky wheel. Let's not call it the weak link. I think it will be the squeaky wheel and and it's what all the fans will be making noise about. Now, inside linebacker, 
you know, we're going to be talking about run defense the same way we're talking about this O-line, you know. Uh, don't expect large improvements that we're not going to go to a top 10 run defense, I don't think. You know, we, we, we're still playing with a lot of the same people uh, as last season. So I, that's not a very optimistic answer, but... Well, let's let's go ahead and uh, let's answer this question. Tony, I'll, I'll start with you. Will Bush even make the roster? Ask Wes. Uh, I, I'd be shocked if they cut him. I think I think, you know, they, they have they invested so much in him and he hasn't been a total bust. I mean, that's that's uh, um, based on last year. I know I know everybody's down on him and based on last week, um, but he only played a couple of series last week. So who knows? But I, I think uh they, they have they owe it to themselves to give him one more year uh, to try to turn things around. So yeah, he's going to make the he's going to make the roster. And, I mean, there's not a whole lot behind him anyway, as far as a, who would be an upgrade. All right, so we are going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead with Cody now. But his first question was, "Oh gosh, how off the rails will the show go?" And I think that was me because when you have me as the host, I kind of love to uh you know jump in that pool of pop culture and now i've got two guys that love pop culture just as much as i do and have the sense of humor to go with it in fact even a better sense of humor than what i have so yeah it has the potential to get off the rails in a hurry uh gentlemen do you have a, com- a comment on that one um as far as yeah i'm a big pop culture lover uh, my favorites are cherry coke and dr pepper <laughs> pop so is it pop or soda i'm pop uh, always tony you pop or soda always been pop my family was pop so i had to move it to soda and let me throw in eric ask you this is not a question but just imagine tony and what ian's talking about the best podcast of all time that's food for thought there we gotta make (laughs) it happen gotta make it happen you know tony is our uh our reigning uh worst take of the year recipient so that's true and, that's true. and he's crafting through and through right yeah i i know where cower way is i know where cower way is like i can walk there in five minutes right now if i wanted to it's raining out though so i'm not going to do that all right so which quarterback says cody do you feel has had the best showcase of a two-minute drill ability kyle well, I got to give Mace this drive. You know, this was a pure two-minute drive that Mace had. Um, although Kenny's, you know, first half drive was solid too. We haven't seen a two-minute drill from from Mitch yet. Uh, it's hard to compare. But uh, I love, you know, I love what Mace did in, in that last drive. Um, man, I can't compare it. I can't compare Kenny's first half drive to Mace's second half drive. I'm, I'm stumped on that. Apples and oranges, Tony. Hmm. Yeah, I think Mason had, had had. I mean, it was a true two minute drive. There was everything was on the line, and he he came through for them. Uh, I mean, Pickett had that last week, but it was really a, a one minute drive. I mean, you know, they, they got the ball back uh, with a minute seventeen, but he made the play. So, I mean, I, you know, but I'm going to give it to to Mason because his was more of a, a true two minute drive. I think if that, so, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I, and, and I get that. I mean, and he was Pittsburgh Digest Player of the Week, Mason Rudolph. There you go. Well, Sherry Richards asked, "Well, what happens to Mason now, Tony?" I think you got. I think you have to keep him. I mean, you know, Kyle and I have talked about this in the past. I mean, it, what happens if if everything goes uh, sideways and, and you're down to the third string quarterback? Do you want Chris Oladokun or somebody else uh, that we don't even know? 
at this point? Or do you want a guy who's been in the system for five years and who knows the offense and who can maybe, you know, at least be efficient in a pinch uh, and who, who, you know, who looks like he's getting, he's gotten better. So I think you, you, you should keep him around. I just want to, you know, unless we start, unless we start getting grumblings, you know, we don't want a volunteers, not hostages situation out of him, but he seems to be, that's not seems to be his MO at all. He seems to be taking this all in stride because, you know, what, eventually what's going to happen is they're going to have to make Mark one inactive on game day. And, you know, if you're Mason and you're not even active, uh, I could see that being like, well, just trade me, get me out of here. When it becomes a hostages versus volunteer situation, then maybe it's different. Otherwise, though, you gotta you gotta keep him on the roster. If we don't want Mason, Davin Eugene Douglas asked, who would? So I'm gonna continue with Kyle on that and then go to Tony. You know, there I guess there are a few, you know, we're still an injury away anywhere in the NFL from a deal, I guess, being possible. You still have situations in Seattle, I guess. You could, you know, you might even argue uh Cleveland, you know, who knows? I guess there are some situations where Someone, a five-year veteran in, in the NFL, that, that, you know, there's a lot of value in that in itself. Tony? Yeah, I just, I think we, we probably undervalue him more than uh, uh, everybody, just about everybody else, because that's just how we are with quarterbacks around here. And that's how most fan bases are with their own quarterbacks. I think they undervalue, especially a backup like Mason Rudolph, you're going to undervalue what he can do because you're not blown away by his numbers. But if you look at his numbers, they're pretty, they're pretty decent for a backup. So I think somebody else would... We'll look at him and say, okay, this guy's still pretty young. Uh, he's done some things in the NFL, and uh, we're definitely uh, – we, we could do a lot worse as a backup, so we'll, we'll bring him in. All right, so the next question Eric asks you uh, starts it off with a sentence, then has a question. Shannon and I have been the conductors for the Mark Robinson choo-choo train since he was drafted. Is anyone buying tickets to join us? Let's rapid fire this. I'm going to jump in first. Yes, I, I'm on board got to make the team i mean it looks like he jumped buddy johnson at least in in snaps this past game tony oh oh yes i'm impressed with his story i walk on at Ole miss and he started last year uh his senior year i i i'm interested to see what he does from here on out this is uh my favorite one here well actually let me do this one first it's not a question it's just a comment maddie peverell i said it too bad with dave so, and that is about the Kendrick Green switching him to guard. So, Maddie wants his props. He's in Australia, so we've we've got to give him props. So, here we are. So, State of the Steelers, another BTSCer. What is up, BTSC fam? Good old Daniel J. Make sure you check out his show on Saturdays. It is State of the Steelers on BTSC. A very good show. Um, Dave Schofield jumps in on that train. Dave's in the, in here too. Dotson wasn't bad last night. He just wasn't great. So that's, that's one thing to think about too. So I, I'm glad he brought that up. Um, yeah, you know, that's a gelling thing and somebody, somebody threw in, I was wondering where this comment came from. I think it was Cody said like, like Magellan. Yeah. So <laughs> Gellin like Magellan, um, or if you like the people's court. Jellin like Doug Llewellyn. There we go. Who's with me? Oh, you know yeah. my cousin <laughs> on People's Court. Yeah, my cousin was on season one of People's Court. She got beat wow. up, and she got the uh, the uh, the fifteen hundred dollar you know ceiling settlement. 
And it was really funny because I was out in California when that premiered and it was like January of 1983. And uh, we saw the girl that beat her up in the supermarket. And she's like, hey, what's up? Jeez. It was the day that it aired. Wow. And, and the funny thing about that is because she got like 150 bucks to be on the show. She didn't pay the settlement. And she's like, hey. And my uncle got yelled out by Judge Wapner. It was, a, it, it was great. I, Justice it, served. <laughs> there you go. Facebook user, if we could have five wide receivers, who's your five? I, I want more than five guys. But well, I want five guys now. Um, but I'm talking burgers and fries. Um, if we mm -hmm. could have five wide receivers, who's your five? Tony, hit me. Deontay, Pickens, Claypool. Um, gosh, I have to say uh, 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 Austin at this point because you know I, I think they like him even though he hasn't played yet. And you got to go with Tyler Vaughn's, right? Uh, or or, or do, you, do you include Gunner in that in that mix? God, I guess you do. So I, I, it would have to be Gunner because he's not going to get cut. So it, it, those first four and Gunner because. I like Tyler Vaughn's, but they're not going to cut Gunner. I'm on the Gunner train, Kyle. Yeah, if we're just going five and we and we have to keep uh, Calvin Austin, then yeah, I guess I'm giving it to Gunner right now. Although I I think Boykin will be on the 53. I think they will go six. I I think they go six too. But I mean, the Tylers, Vaughn's, and Sneed. I I tell you what, I mean they're auditioning. You know the way they, that they the way they cheered for Tyler Sneed catching that touchdown. You know they're rooting for him to make this team. I, I you know, I but even the practice squad for wide receivers is crowded. So I don't know. I, I will say this: I'm loving watching the sidelines in these games. Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, mm -hmm. Chase Claypool—they're cheerleaders for these younger guys. There's not a diva status here, Tony. Do you do you agree with me on that? No, no. I mean, it's they, they've been coming together. Uh, I think quite well over the last few years. Uh, and, and now with, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're looking for new leaders and Najee's one of them. And, and, and uh, so I, I think I like how they've come together. They seem to be uh, getting along with one another. Kyle, I, I'm loving what I'm seeing because this team, it's kumbaya. Yeah. You know, and there's only, gosh, right. So if there's six spots on the roster and then maybe two on the practice squad, uh, so, you know, it's still going to leave someone, you know, there's going to be the goat Cody White is going to get cut or maybe Sims or maybe Vaughn. Someone's not going to make it. I don't know. It's, it's, someone's going to get, someone's going to get a job on another team. That's what's going to happen. I think I'm loving Sims right now too. Uh, Dave Schofield wants to put this in. Um, and he loves his, uh, laughing emojis. He always puts a laughing emoji in when he doesn't want to offend me. So he throws that in, but he's not offending me here. But Bush was a top five Steelers defender last night, according to PFF. And furthermore, he says down here that Watt was bottom five for the, the Steelers. I'm going to bring this up here. Seriously, article coming tomorrow and TJ Watt was bottom five. So check out that on the editorial side for BTSC. It, Dave's not a... We subscribe to to PFF. You have to because it's reporting the news. It doesn't mean that you're drinking the pop or the soda mm -hmm. um, or the Kool Aid, but it's you know we have to report on that. So when Dave writes that stuff, don't yell at Dave for writing it because everyone's going to. They're going to yell at Dave right. like he's endorsing it. No, he's reporting it. Stop it. Right. But you know, what's your thoughts? This page is ridiculous. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Tony's had that happen before. Oh, Kyle, yeah, what's, every every day. <laughs> what's your opinion of PFF? 
hey, you know, I don't understand some of those scorings, but, you know, it's certainly, I guess it adds to the conversation. I, th I think the point on Devin Bush, though, you know, uh, we've heard the coaches say above the neck is not the problem. So, you know, it's almost kind of like, you know, is Devin smart? Is Devin smarter for the position than Spillane is uh, have the guts of it? You know, it's like sometimes I think that as bad as of what we see from Devin Bush, uh, he still does the 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 bad things better than the good players. Maybe I don't know, but you know, if that makes any sense. Tony, are you? I mean, PFF. I mean, it's a good guide, but mm -hmm. I mean, you really can't use it as a bible, though. I think. No, I think like like a lot of analytical sites, analytic sites, they they don't factor in the human element. Um, as much as they should. And, you know, they hated Marquis Pouncey, the, his basically his entire career. And he's probably going to be in a hall of fame. So, or he's, he's at least borderline. So, you know, you can't take everything, as you said, you can't take, take everything they say as gospel. Paul Kern. This is a great question. Do we have one lineman on our roster that would start anywhere else in the division, the AFC North Tony, do we? I mean, I thought it would be uh, Daniels. I mean, he was uh, so highly touted, but he's he struggled. Uh, but it looks to me with him, it looks like it, it might maybe assignment related. So he, he has to get that squared away. So you know, if if he can get things squared away, possibly uh, Daniels. But someday Dan Moore will will be a starter for every every team in, in the NFL want him as their left tackle. Really? Do you? I mean, that's a bold statement. Well, why fiction. not? I mean, fourth round pick. I mean, you know, they, they've done they've done uh, more with uh, lesser pedigreed players. So, you know, I think again, I think people are selling that guy short for what he did last year, starting sixteen games as a fourth round rookie. You know, you know, he's going to have some he's going to have some growing pains going up against some really good pass rushers. So, I, I you know, I think you keep him in there and, and you let him grow, and 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 I think he, he he could be at the very least a John Jackson level left tackle. And wouldn't we all take that? Uh, what do you think, Kyle? You know, um, I don't know too much about the rest of the divisions line, but I can say as far as the NFL, you know, hey, we knew that Chooks was offered contracts elsewhere in the NFL. So, you know, obviously he has some demand, you know, in the league. Um, I, you know, I can't compare. I don't know. I don't know enough about the division teams. That's for the uh, that's for the uh, we run the North pod. There you go. <laughs> Which go ahead and check that out anywhere you download your favorite podcast. Another great one tonight. Maddie Peverell throws this in. Maddie's he's a Madden guy, and mm. apparently Gunner is going to win NFL MVP this year because Gunner is like Steve Smith, the rookie on Madden twenty three. I'm through eleven games, and he's got four return TDs of kicks. Wow! Jeez. There you go. You heard it here first. He, Gunner O, who I like to call this is not caught on. And if it's going to catch on with any of any of buddy, it's going to be you two. I think we should call him Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Joe Dirt it. to me. I'm for it. Okay. Now, if I can, if I could get the endorsement of Greg Benavid and Kyle Kreiss. Well, I call him Gunner Gazoon Tight because I yes, I, I that's can't, true. <laughs> I can't get I just that wish, name out. <laughs> I wish Dave would let us uh, call him that when we're writing articles about him because it would be a lot easier to spell. <laughs> And you know what? I, I'm seeing this right now. Remember the the Antoine Randall L shirts? L yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for Gunner. Oh yeah. 
There you go. So I that's that's the shirt. I maybe mean, I should keep that quiet. Here's one for me, fellas. Christopher Eleven says, "Bad. Should we keep an extra receiver over an extra running back?" I'm going to say yes. The Steelers should go with more receivers than running backs, and here's why: because you do have your superstar in Najee Harris. I am ready to send Benny Snell out because I like enough of what I see with Anthony McFarland Jr. I definitely like Jalen Samuels. Obviously, Mateo Durant is probably not going to have a spot on this roster either. But you've seen over the years what the Steelers can do bringing another running back in off of the street and plug him in in midseason if you have to in that backup role. As far as the wide receivers go, there's so much talent. You don't want to leave one of those wide receivers on the street, and you're going to. You're going to leave some of those guys behind. But you have more talent at wide receiver that can probably do a little bit more than what you have at running back. And with the with the fact that you might need four receivers in a game to shine, and not the fact that, I mean, you can go with Najee and just give them some relief. So I think that's a break class if needed situation at running back. So that's where I'm going to go with that one. So uh, my question, thank you, Christopher 11. I appreciate it. Snoopy McQueen gives us $2 just to let us know that Tomlin has not won a playoff game in five years. Nobody on the Steelers has unless they came from another team, but I appreciate the $2. Thank you very zero much. Some game NFL is a zero sum game. You know, it's like, it's about making the playoffs. That's, that's my take on that. Tony, he is uh, he is in the top twenty all time of winning right. winning his coaches, uh, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, Chuck... Go go ahead. I'm sorry. No, Chuck Knoll struggled uh, even more at the end of his uh, career here. So I mean, it, it it happens. I mean, it happens when you're uh, everybody goes through it, and and, and you you could have you could have said that for free. But thank you for the two two dollars. Well, know, yeah. Th- um, this is, you know, we're, we're of the age where we can remember, we remember the Bubby era. We remember some of that, you know, but for a fans of a certain age, this is the dark ages of their Steel right. fandom. You right. know? Yeah, that, that's true. I, I'm glad you brought that up. That's true. And, and really, and so those comments are a lot more warranted if that's what you know. And, and we are now in a society where, I mean, we need a little more instant gratification. Man, I'm telling you, the Steelers would have not been the Steelers if Terry Bradshaw and the uh, the football world were like it was now back in the 70s because oh. he would have been, my gosh, he would have been Ryan Leaf. So, yeah, they would, get, they, would get, they would have given up on him in today's day and age. There's Absolutely. No yeah. So I'm really proud of this. And I think this is because Kyle's on the show because Kyle is now on the West coast and, and, you know, he is, you know, he is Western PA, but now on, on the left coast is left coast. Okay. Am I allowed to say that? I, you know, I don't, I haven't heard that specifically, but I I've seen people say it. Yeah. You've never heard left coast. Okay. But you're bringing in the star factor. And I, I guess because of that, Ryan Gosling is, <laughs> wow. is here. And uh, Bush exposed himself last week with those comments. So you're our star factor. You're you're the one bringing them in. 
you know, Gosling, I, I, I have a different take on that whole uh, Devin Bush soundbite there. And, 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 I, and I blame the question that came from the fan 93.7. I thought it was a, I thought it was a stupid question, you know, like, oh, you had a not so great season last year. And now is this your last chance? You know, it's just like, how do you think Devin Bush was going to answer? Do you think he was going to be like, yeah, I'm going to do my best for Steeler Nation? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I, th- I, I love think- it. Those are questions, you know, and you wonder why Marshawn Lynch comes in and says, I'm just here so I don't get fined. That's why Tony's on the show. It's the only reason, the only reason, fill a quota. <laughs> that, that could be your new catchphrase. Right. <laughs> Davin, Eugene, Davin Eugene Douglas, is Marcus Allen coming in for Devin Bush on passing situations? I mean, could we see more of Marcus Allen there? We we haven't seen. We, I mean, he's been hurt, right? But yeah, you know, Marcus, he's been banged up. Marcus Allen is a major special teams contributor, and so I don't think it's going to be that easy. To, you know, some people think Marcus Allen's job is the easy roster cut. I don't think it's that easy, especially from what we haven't necessarily seen from Buddy Johnson yet. And um, I, I, you know, I think that uh, Coach Smith is going to be. Uh, calling for Marcus Allen on that fifty-three. I, I, you know, I don't know, but in, but playing in linebacker on the field in defense, I don't know about that either. Tony, well, I think if they go to a dime situation, I think it would be more like uh, Trey Norwood or or, or Kazee or or uh, Millette, somebody like that over uh, over uh, Marcus Allen, because like Kyle said, he's more of a he's more of a. Uh, I mean, they switch him over to, to inside linebacker, I guess, because he it suited him better, and he, he's a more of a special teams guy at this point, I think. Let's go a little more rapid fire here, a little quicker. George Teston, and I love this question. Do you think Dan Moore is struggling because Ke- Kendrick Green is playing next to him, Kyle? Uh, no, I just think that they're not, you know, I think it's just some basic scheming at this point. And so, uh, you know, Dan's more a lot of one-on-one on the thing. I, You know, I, I, I'm not worried about Dan Moore so much. And, Tony, you mentioned that uh, you're liking Dan Moore here. Yeah, I just think, you know, Max Starks mentioned it last week. He just has some issues with footwork he needs to work out. I think that's his main problem. He's just he's just new. I want to bring up Matty P because we're going to go back to Bush. This might be unpopular, but in my first watch, I thought Bush looked a lot better, even though there wasn't a play of crazy note. This week will be a good test, and that's really good. Now, somebody else mentioned, and I don't know who put it up there, but I noted it in my head and it was the fact that gosh here it is mac will do says doug peterson has the jags playing fast and they really did one thing i want to it's not an excuse but it's it's an excuse i have no problem saying it keep in mind that jacksonville was playing game number three of four the steelers are on a different schedule playing game number two so there there are different there are different stages of each preseason out there on display last night. The Steelers still won that battle last night, but were they fighting? They were fighting with different game plans. Do you do you think that has some, you could warrant that, Kyle? I mean, definitely, you know, you could look at some of the, you could see, look at some of the def- defensive, the, some of the pass defense. And I think that was pretty basic in vanilla. And you could say, well, you know, we're still trying to see who works in what situation. Um, and maybe that's why 
the Steelers D gave up some of those third and longs. You know, maybe there's a, there's something to that. But, you know, these, this is the NFL, and these guys are in shape 12 months of the year. I don't know how much. You know, maybe a little. Tony, Jerry Frazier says, I think the Steelers need a better O-line coach. Your thoughts? I, I, I just don't think there's enough time. Tony? No, I mean, we were raving about the guy all offseason. It's only been a couple of games. I mean, he, from what I understand, he practices, he preaches the fundament, fundamentals. That's closer to what Munchak was. Uh, so, uh, you know, I just think uh, you, you got to give him time. I mean, they, they, this is, they're on their fourth O-line coach since 2018. I, I, at, some, at some point, you just have to have to stick with a guy for more than a year. <laughs> Or a preseason, in this case. <laughs> there was a question by the CUDA asking about how many how many players the Steelers need to cut this week. Dave Schofield jumped in. I want to bring it out to everybody else. Yes, they will be down to 80 this week. So that's something that you need to go ahead and look at. Dave also throws in through two games, Chukes has been the best offensive lineman. And, you know, has anybody really had a problem with Chukes? I, I I don't. I mean, I, I, he's he's a modern day Max Starks. I think he's he's the guy who's going to be, you know, above average, but he's never going to be a star. But you know, he's going to be good enough to start. I think. Kyle Kreis. Hey, you know they, they paid him the money, and uh, I'm not going to argue with Omar Khan or Kevin Colbert. So, uh, although you know, they, I did see one highlight where they tried to do some kind of pool play. And I don't know if Chukes missed his guy or if Benny Snell just couldn't catch up to him. But, uh, you know, it, it, it wasn't uh, Fanica out there pulling, let's just say. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true. This is a big one. Um, actually, there, there's a couple more. Sherry Richards, well, Justin Lane finally made a play, or as Jeff Hartman calls him, Lustin Jane, made a mm. play. Does he make the team? Kyle. I don't know. There's this is cornerback room is another tricky situation. Are you going to keep five? Then it's between what Pierre and Justin Lane. It probably comes down to special teams contributions once again. And I think James Pierre uh, gets the ring when it comes to special teams. But you know, one interception. Uh, you know, it's uh, I, I don't know. It wasn't like that was a super athletic play. I think the ball just kind of found yeah. his way into his arms. You know. Ryan Gosling asked, do you guys think KZ can start over Edmonds, Tony? I mean, I'm not an expert on defense, but when I understand, uh, Ed Edmonds was maybe the best defensive player out there last night. So uh, he's been steady for four years or whatever. So I don't see why you would want to start KZ over him at this point. I think it's a laboratory thing. I think it's, you know, you're going to see a lot of Kevin Smith said this uh, a couple months ago, and I still think it rings true. I think they're going to have some packages when they have three safeties out there. KZ is going to get a lot of playing time. You're going to see a lot of playing time out of Terrell Edmonds, and I like what I'm seeing from him. So, you know, I, I don't think uh, uh, – I think you're going to see in a, a few places lots, lots of rotations. Guys are a little more fresh. So I, I think there's room for everybody. So now Dave Schofield jumps in and says that lane interception wasn't anything special. It was a terrible throw. So you've got to think about that too. Jerry Frazier says, what happened to Avery? And will he make the team? Gennard has been hurt, but there's still a lot of excitement about him. He did not get in last night, if I'm not mistaken, but I did not. 
I I didn't look at the uh, scratches at the beginning, so I'm not sure. So help me out with that. Dave, you can help out in the uh, live chat there too. Kyle, Tony, do you know? Um, gosh, I, yeah, I think he was out there. I can't, you know, there were a couple numbers I, I misplaced. I'm still getting 48 Tosca confused, and he's been on the team <laughs> for six months now, so whatever. So, um, but as far as outside linebacker, I think he's got to make it, you know. Um, there's just we're just so thin at that position. Um, I, I, if they brought in someone outside, even still, I, I wouldn't be surprised. We've got our answer. This is why Dave Schofield. You know, should just replace me on the show. Um, Avery was top five PFF defensive score last night. So good. He had some. I just, yeah, I didn't notice too much. I mean, but... I didn't see it. It didn't pass the eye test. You know, I didn't, I, I didn't see him, uh, you know, although then again, I was watching on some bootleg live stream. So. Do we start Kenny this weekend, Tony? Love to see him play the entire first half. Well, it all depends on, on what their plans are. If it's going to be their tune-up game for sure, then it's probably going to be Trubisky. So uh, he'll probably come in maybe late second second half or second quarter. I'm guessing if if that's how they handle it. But if it's a, if it's a a uh, we don't care about this game kind of deal, like what it used to be with the Panthers, then I, I would start. I'd like to see Pickett play almost the whole game. Kyle, yeah, you know it. it you, you can't deny. Uh, taking any taking less snaps for Kenny, unless you think that he's just ready to play, which he might be. But I, yeah, I think we're going to see more and more just because I think that's what the fans want. That's certainly what the networks want. <laughs> you know, I think they want to see Kenny, not uh, not Mason. <laughs> Matty Peverell gives us two ninety nine. Matty, you don't have to give that. Just send it straight to me. Um, <laughs> you're you're on you're on the network. Uh, no, but thank you, thank you very much. Um, Shirley Robinson means Marcus Allen is on the. Why are you putting Momboji's in here? Okay, I'm taking the 299. You have to pay it. Cutting block. There's scissors. Is he on the scissors block? Is he on the cutting block? I don't know. But yeah, I he very well might be. Have we so seen Jen have we seen Robinson play much special teams though? I don't, you know, I don't know. That that's a thing too. And that's you know what I will say this. I hate the fact that there's Jacksonville announcers on yesterday and you know, sometimes you just don't, when that stuff's going on, then they're interviewing like Tony Baselli or somebody on the sidelines, you know, and there's 17 plays, including a touchdown. And then they're like, Oh, let's go back to action. Uh, <laughs> so. I, think if, I think Marcus Allen is on the cutting block because of his injury availability. I think his availability is what's threatening his roster status right now. I, I think, you know, special teams, he's going to be the man. I don't know. I don't know. And Davis saying Avery had one of the four quarterback hits last night. Marcus Robinson, I I think that's a guy that that you probably do not move on from. That's but keep in mind, you know, a seventh round draft pick is still he's still an undrafted free agent that you just want to make sure that you're getting. He's you know he's done great when you just say hey run at the guy with the football, but we haven't really seen any tests and coverage yet. Uh, I liked how he, uh, you know, on, on that big hit stick tackle he had, how he kind of, you know, sat back in the zone, waited for the check down, and then closed in with some really good speed. But that's not the same thing as covering a guy, you know? So I think I could play special teams. I'm mm -hmm. just saying. And I'm 50. Guys, this has been a fun show. It was supposed to be a half hour. I had so much fun with the live chat. I had so much fun with you guys. Hey, 
check this out. Not only are the three of us on, look at how many of the BTSC guys were hanging out Woo. right there in the live chat, contributing to the show. So thanks to uh, Dave Schofield, Maddie Peverell, State of the Steelers, everybody in the live chat helping us out. We really appreciate all of you. This is what we get here. We're a BTSC family. We're a Steelers family. We all do this together. We're all getting excited because the season is getting ready to start. Make sure you check out tomorrow morning, Jeff Hartman on Let's Fry. Let, let's Fried. Um, let's <laughs> Fried. <laughs> That's a completely different show. That's going to be in the off season. Um, it's it's Jeff with a turkey fryer. <laughs> so, all right, I'm I'm losing my focus. But check out that show tomorrow, followed by my show, Bad Language, at noon. Defio, Shannon White, and myself will be together for the Hangover, and then all the way to Thursday. Check out another episode of What Yin's Talking About. And Ooh. after that show, there is going to be a Steelers preview with, yes, Kyle, we're going to preview something <laughs> other than the Steelers. Oh, other than the Steelers? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be previewing the Steelers game every week in the offseason. They're going to be previewing, I guess, the Steelers. I'm like, <laughs> we're not changing the name, Kyle. <laughs> All right. So the, the final question I'm going to bring up is Eddie Powers. How about them Steelers? Hey, they're 2-0 in the preseason. And I think we're feeling a little bit better about this team than we did even a month ago, even two months ago. So here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Gentlemen, thank you for hanging out with me tonight. For Tony Defio, for Kyle Christ, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. Keep your feet on the ground. And Kyle, I'll let you help me out with this one. If you know it, if you don't, I'm going to go over to Tony. Keep reaching for the hypercycloids. When I know that it can never really be the same. How could I move forward when I keep looking backward? I'm just standing still. How can I fight to subside?